Blog Talk Radio. SylviaGlobal.com radio. I'm so excited today to be here in the Inland Empire of California with the incredible Diane Cooper. Diane has owned and is the owner of the Hourglass Art and Wine Gallery. The Hourglass Art and Wine Gallery uh, was established with the intent of cultivating community involvement and awareness. Um, she offers a really unparalleled atmosphere when it comes to for residents and for the business community and provides a number of opportunities for them to come together in a social, entertainment, and educational setting. She's also the owner of Red Hill Barbecue, which she has owned for over 20 years and has successfully operated that um, restaurant business serving millions of customers in the Inland Empire. Diane, thank you so much for being here. Good morning, Gail. Thank you so much for inviting me here. What Thank a joy. You. What a joy. And you also, the, the primary reason we were introduced is because you were one of the 2012 nominees for the Trailblazer Award from the National Association of Women Business Owners. The president is Hilda Kennedy, and the National Association of Women Business Owners, or NABAL, in the Inland Empire, it's the only um, dues-based national organization that represents the interest of all women entrepreneurs in all industries. They have a membership of over 8,000 women in 80 chapters nationwide, and they're affiliated with Les Femmes, uh, Chefs, Entrepreneurs, wow, this is a it's the World Association of Women Entrepreneurs, which is in thirty five countries. I don't want to tear that name up, um, but I will say that it's the World Association of Women Entrepreneurs and they do have representation in over thirty five countries and their strength is the diversity of membership, um, businesses of all sizes and all industries and all regions of the country. And you had the distinct honor of being nominated for a Trailblazer Award, so congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was quite an honor for me. That was a wonderful evening, wasn't it? Oh, beautiful evening, yes. A lot of power in that room. (laughs) Talk to us about... Your your business experience. What 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 were the steps that led to the opening of both of your businesses? Well, um, you know what I have always had the passion of cooking and entertaining. And when I uh, first got married years ago, I was always cooking and entertaining at my home. And my late husband uh, at that time uh, was always encouraging me to. Um, do something with it because it, it was growing and growing. It looked like every time we uh, would entertain and have a party, there was more and more people coming over and leaving with lots of plates of food. <laughs> so um, we had the opportunity to open a restaurant in Ontario, and um, that old saying, if you build it, they would come, and they're, they, they're still coming. <laughs> Describe the difference between your two businesses. Well, um, the the difference is uh one is sit down and eating more uh entertaining um more at the gallery with um uh i would say 
meetings more at art gallery. Our art gallery, uh, I would I call it an upscale Starbucks where guests come in because we have free Wi-Fi during the day. They look at beautiful art. They take care of business meetings. They, uh, I feel like a lot of uh, great meetings are going in and happening, and I, perhaps a lot of businesses are getting uh, developed because we have a lot of key people coming over and party meetings. In the evenings, it turns into a um, cultural spot where um, we have jazz playing, people after work winding down. So the two places um, actually complement each other, I would say. And how, you know, how long have you had the art, the Hourglass Art and Wine Gallery? Well, you know, I call, I call us the new kids on the block. We're about a, a year and a half now. Uh, like I said, the buzz is getting around in the community, and uh, I feel like later on down the road, it'll be the hot spot for a lot of mature people who have been looking for a place to come out and enjoy in the community. And is how has the economy um, affected your both of your businesses? Uh, it uh, tremendously. Uh, I would say, especially in the uh, restaurant business, my last um, I would say the last five years have been like none other since I've been in the business of, uh, for twenty years. But um, I look at it positively because. The community or the state of California, especially Southern California, love going out eating and entertaining. Um, you know, even though they cut back on eating the way they used to, um, that old saying, living for the weekend, is still is still in progress. Um, you've worked hard all week. You've cut back on this and that, but you want to get out of the house with the family and still go out and eat on the weekend. So a lot of things have cut back and changed. But going out to eat, I think, is still priority to some people for for their sanity to get out of the house and enjoy the family. What was the biggest challenge for you 20 years ago when you first started? And did you have a business background? Uh, when I first started, no, I didn't have a business background. I just had a, a passion and love for cooking. I had a passion and love for entertaining. And I just combined that and... Uh, took it to the restaurant to look at my guests, uh, my customers as guests coming to my home. And I think it spinned off from that. I, I didn't have a background uh, in the restaurant business at all. Um, in, in college, I uh, worked for the first time as a waitress at Red uh, at the uh, Red Lobster. And just, I guess, my uh, waitress skills enhanced what I enjoyed doing as uh, cooking and entertaining, and I just took what my passion was and, and built on that. So are there any family members in your background that were in business as well? No, there was not any. any. I think I'm, I'm the first trailblazer to start uh, the restaurant business. Um, um, I have mostly educators in my family background. There's lots of teachers in my family, but... Uh, as far as business owners, no, I was the first one to step out on faith and, and start doing my own thing. Diane, when you think, when you look back over 20 years of uh, being in business successfully, and successfully, um, success may have been defined in different ways at different stages, um, but you remain and you've continued to remain in existence for 20 years. 
Uh, what what is the difference between what you expected to have your business experience be and the realities of being in business? Well, um, I expected, I did expect um, it to be, in the beginning, uh, a lot of work. I expected um, I was going to be doing a lot of different things to build it up. I expected to um, employ and build from that, and in reality, I was the employer. Me and my late husband, we we did a lot of the work ourselves. Um, it, I had no idea how much work it took to build a res a restaurant. And uh, I think the longevity is I kept putting more and more time and work into it. Uh, I never gave up. Of course, there were stumbles and ups and downs, but the more and more you put in, the stronger you get. I feel, and I, I feel when you put your own blood, sweat, and tears in something, you really, really want to see it flourish and get better and better, and, and you just don't look back on the stumbles. You just look forward and keep building those blocks, and that's what we did. We just kept building and building, and I think when we did stop to breathe and look back, we kind of had come a long way in it, and we just continue. I just feel like it. just keep your eye on building what you started off on, not the prize that's ahead or not the... Uh, downfalls in the back. Just look at every day and keep building on every day and continuing and continuing, and that's how we, uh, I continue to move forward. I just take one day at a time and keep building on that. What um, would you do differently? Well, I think uh, what I would do differently, I probably would have gotten more help to delegate, but um you know, when you, you feel like you can do a lot yourself, you just do it. So I think I would have delegated and had more people around me to give um, to give some of the load to. And that is what I've learned now since the economy has hit. Uh, I feel like, okay, I'm not um, young the way I used to. I'm going to call in help, and, re- and I feel like I'm stronger in fighting more and building more with the people around me helping me to get it and still keep it together now. What was your original vision for both of your businesses? Well, my original vision is, I would say, the same uh, uh, today as it was in the past, is to um, have a place in the community where the community can come out and enjoy what you've worked for, where the community can bring families out. And and I see this in both my uh, businesses. People come out because um, they have a place to go to. And I want to be that place that they think of, the neighborhood place that they think of coming out to enjoy. I feel my vision on the uh, Hourglass Art and Wine Gallery as being a community place for mature people to come out and the baby boomers who um, in the evenings on weekends may feel like, oh, my God, there's no place for us to go. You know, all the young people are here, they're there, and they don't have to go to clubs. Let's, where else do we go? So I, I found myself in that um, conversation with my husband before we opened this gallery. Um, we'd gone out for the evening at, after the movies. There was It was still early. We just didn't know where else to go. And the idea of the gallery being a place that after couples leave a movie, they don't want to go 
drive all the way somewhere out of town or go to a, a club where the young kids are, they can come and have a glass of wine, talk about what happened during the week, and just have a place that they can go to. And I feel like putting this in the community is uh, something well needed. You know, uh, one of the the special characteristics about you that I learned the night of the Trailblazer Awards is that you strive for excellence and excellence in service and excellence in your relationship. How do you actually apply that standard in your business and in your life? Um, I actually I apply it the way um, I was raised. I I believe in treating people the way you want to be treated. I believe in great A customer service. I give it at my establishments. I seek it and look for it when I go into other establishments. I um, I ask the customers what they want. So I, I feel like if you're aware of what's needed, you can um, you can do it. So. Diane, what has been the you know, the area where you feel like you um, you could use more support and more knowledge, you know, on a, a personal level in terms of growing your business and making it um, be the best that it can be? Um, I, I feel it's never ever too late to learn. I don't. I feel like we're never too old not to take. Um, advice, criticism, um, to be mentored. I think just to always be open and learn daily is um, is a growing process for anyone who wants to better themselves and improve on whatever they're doing. So I am always open for, for all of the above. You know, one of the conversations that you and I were having off air, be, you know, this morning was banking relationships and you know how to establish that and why and why not and when and how uh, how have you um been able to successfully finance your you know as a sole proprietor your business through the years was that the blood sweat and reinvestment that you were referring to earlier well you know what my late husband and I when we opened the restaurant we um we just sit and and thought out how we would do it uh, at that time, uh, his business was a tool and die fabrication shop, and we used our own personal money to build the restaurant. Uh, and as we were growing, we would put the money from the restaurant back into the restaurant. But from the beginning, when we sat, we discussed how we would do it. So before we opened our doors, we planned on not having bills. So we went to auctions and bought all the equipment. So when we opened the doors, we didn't owe anything on the equipment. So everything that we felt that we put our money back in and grow, uh, I took that from the beginning and was always putting the um, monies that we made in the restaurant back in the restaurant to bill. So I felt like at the end of the day, I didn't want stress of worrying about loans that we took out to bill or loans that we had to pay back. So I would say from day one, we put our money in, and when the economy hit, we were still putting in and still putting in building. But I feel I do look back and feel like I thank God I'm not in as much debt that I hear a lot of businesses that had to fold and leave. I feel that gave us a head start by putting the money back in the business that we were making to grow. 
What advice would you give to someone starting out in business today? Um, well, I would give the, the advice of make sure you have a passion for what you're doing. If it's not something from your gut that you love to do, don't do it. You're not going to fight and work hard to, to keep it. And when and when you invest your own money in it, you even work even harder. Um, a lot of people throw in the towel, give up, or don't give it a chance. I, I, it's very, very important to me to see things to the end. And sometimes to the end can take many, many years if you're passionate about it. You don't even stop to look at it. Uh, oh, my God, I've been doing this so long, it's not going to work, it, and it's already just six months. Be passionate about whatever you go into it and fight to the fullest to keep it. Has there been a, one particular person or experience that has had the greatest influence in your life? Um, the, the greatest influence in my business life and my personal life was my late husband, um, Wendell Price, who really taught me about business. I feel that he was my business educator because uh, when we got married, he had his own business, and he didn't go to business school. He just also had passion. And I think um, his passion for um, community and growing and doing things business-wise rubbed off on me. So my highly respect goes to, I feel, the home training and business training, working together with him, uh, is, is he was my um, my hero. How many years were you married? Uh, we was married 20 years before he okay. died of cancer. And you're married, you remarried, correct? God has blessed me again to be remarried, yes, yes. He sent, he sent another God-blessed man in my heart. Well, congratulations, Diane. Thank you so much. Yes, it's a blessing. It truly is. It sounds like you have a wonderful life. Is there a part of it that you, um, what parts do you cherish the most? Oh, boy. The part I cherish the most that God blessed me with uh, with family. Um, I would say um, I, I, I do have three wonderful children. I have been blessed with another husband. So my biggest blessing in life is love. I don't care how much I have around me as far as businesses. With love, the blessings that God has put in my life to grow with, um, I could say if everything would go away tomorrow, I've been blessed with love. And a lot of people are still on, on earth, I feel, seeking that and wanting that. But I am truly Truly blessed with love in my life. Hmm. You, uh, when you, when your first husband, when he passed away, how did you get up each day and carry on, especially in in your business, but also balancing your personal life and the loss of both your business partner and your best friend? Wow. Well, it was it was very very hard, extremely hard. Um, but I threw myself into work for the first, I would say the first three years after he passed working 16 hours a day to avoid the reality of it. And, uh, one day I had a talk with God and I feel like God directed me to, to, to slow down and stop 
and acknowledge the grief that was there before I could go on uh, with life because it, it was very, very hard. And after um, moving on, I would say through God and his direction, things start balancing. I um, focus more on my children because, of course, if I'm working 16 hours a day, there was no more family time. I was avoiding um, the things that was put together as uh, family. So I had to get that back together and, and gradually been trying to, been picking up from there and moving on. Um, I would say um, the day that I got remarried again, it was a day I never thought I would see, but it got directed and, and made all that come possible too. So I, I feel that it's very, very important to have God in your life and in your business to move forward every day. So my take on business, family, and love is you have to have God in your life and follow the, the, the map. He has the road map, and that's how I continue and move forward. When do you know that enough is enough in terms of how hard you're working and your vision for growing your business and maintaining a balanced life at home? Well, when you uh, when enough is enough as far as um, you find yourself um, alone, doing everything that even and the people are around you and you're feeling like you're alone and, and things have to come clear that, you know what, you need to go on home and do the dinners you like to do. You need to know that there are activities outside of work and it's not just work. You know, there there are girlfriends that have been calling and, and you should hang out with and go have lunch. When reality hits you in the face, and you find out, oh, my God, all I've been doing is work. And, oh, I looked up. Oh, it's three years now. Oh, there are other things that that's in life. So um, I think the clarity uh, that God will bring a vision to your your heart and your your life is when you, you just see it right in your face immediately. And before you know it, years have passed, but the clarity is there when, when it's time. Diane Cooper, thank you so much for being here with us today. You're an absolute inspiration and truly a trailblazer. Um, I just applaud you and hope that our listeners today on Sylvia Global will support, uh, excuse me, will support your business and feel um, supported by the words that you share today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It's Thank quite you. a pleasure. Um, one, before we leave, tell our audience how they can contact you or, and where your restaurants are again. Okay. We are um, located in, in the city of Rancho Cucamonga, California. The Red Hill Barbecue is at 8111 Foothill Boulevard in Rancho Cucamonga. The Hourglass Art and Wine Gallery is located at 8200 Haven Avenue in the city of Rancho Cucamonga. And this broadcast can be heard on sylviaglobalradio.com, also on iTunes as a podcast. We'd love to have you follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook and tell your friends about this incredible conversation with a trailblazer, Diane Cooper. God bless you, Diane, and tell your husband I said hello. Thank you so much, and God bless you too. Thank you. Bye-bye now.